You're listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about episodes, I mean episodes, chapters, mm-hmm. 100 and 101. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Also, yeah, thank you all for tuning in live last time if you were able to. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Yep. I listened to myself struggling to play ukulele when I <laughs> lightly edited it. That was a good time. <laughs> You did a good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I, li- I live to serve you all, really. Um, <laughs> so this we're we're recording on Sunday, but tomorrow, well, by the time this comes out, the first episode of the season two of the anime will have come out, which is exciting. Yay! How about that episode? So good, right? <laughs> it was definitely an episode. Yeah, yeah, some definitely some things happened. Mm-hmm. What will Toru and the gang get up to this time? will have known who knows <laughs> who knows so yeah because the new anime is coming out that means we're gonna be having anime breaks again yay yay and i think we'll try to release them on monday just like we used to release them on friday before the episode came out so i think we'll try to do the same thing because i think they're coming out around they're being released around the same time they're being released in the afternoon so it'll be a good time you can catch up monday morning and then keep watching watch the anime in the afternoon it'll be a good time mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> all right good announcement's over let's do <laughs> all right chapter 100 opens at shigure's house shigure finds toru sitting at the table oh wait no sorry <laughs> we're gonna do our summary and discussion and spoiler discussion like we always do every time <laughs> now i'm gonna start <laughs> chapter 100 opens with uh at shigure's house shigure finds toru sitting at the the table folding paper flowers for their school's graduation ceremony Almost graduation, huh? He says. Then you'll all be third years. And Shigure asks if he can open one of the flowers, and Tori says he can. Um, Shigure-san, she, she says. And he's like, yes? Or, um, I mean... And then Tori stands suddenly and says, Are there any errands you'd like me to run tomorrow? You asked me there today, and I ended up being a day late. It was terribly rude. And Shigure tells her not to worry about it. Still standing, Toru clenches her fists and says, Um, that that is, next time, I'll do my best. So... And Shigure is like, okay, with a smile. Um, I'm gonna go make some tea, she says, and Shigure's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> After Toru leaves, he says to himself, I understand, it's a difficult topic to bring up. And in the kitchen, Toru makes tea and thinks, I can't ask him, it would just be, it would be prying. Akito's a woman, there are problems between her and her mother, and Kareno is free from the curse. Can I just rashly talk about these things, especially to um, other members of the Junishu who still don't know? Later at school, Machi, who is unfurling a poorly folded paper flower, notices Yuki passing by. Muiji and Toru walked down the hallway together, holding hands and talking about how uh, both their classes are making flowers and how fun it is. I guess it's sad for the third years, though. Of course it's sad, Makoto says, suddenly passing them in the hallway and crying. Just stay back a grade, Haru says, who's also randomly appeared. Muiji says he was thinking about staying back a grade, too, because he heard that Momo wants to come to the school. Papa was panicking again, Muiji says. But when Momo gets here, I'll have graduated already. Muiji and Haru leave, and Toru waves them off. I can't tell Mujikun either, she thinks. Not even about Uochan and Kurino-san. Even though he helped so much, I don't want to keep, and I don't want to keep secrets, I don't know how much I should say. If I told them, what would they think? What would they feel? As Toru nears the classroom, the Prince fan club leaders zoom past her with their heads and faces covered with bandanas. <laughs> In a poor disguise attempt. <laughs> 
it turns out that they stolen all the paper flowers that Yuki made, and the kids, minus Yuki, who is doing his student council duties, of course, tried to decide what to do about it. One suggested Hana go and teach them a lesson, and Uo tells Kyo to make up for the loss. He complains, of course, then realizes that the flowers that he made are missing too, and it turns out that a small contingent of Kyo fans did the stealing. <laughs> <laughs> I won't kill whoever stole them, but they can still go to hell, he shouts. <laughs> it's a subtle kindness, one of the kids says to Uo, who doesn't look impressed. They wonder if they should uh, go about making more to make up for the loss, and then they're all like, screw this, let's go get those girls, basically. <laughs> I love the ghosty panel with like the tiny, grumpy, ghosty kill in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of them are like standing off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good ghosty panels in this chapter. I hope everyone's happy. <laughs> as happy as I am, at least. <laughs> Toru protests, but the mob has spoken, and they leave to find the responsible parties, leaving Kyo and Toru alone to guard the remaining flowers. <laughs> Elsewhere at school, Yuki makes the rounds, offering to help other students with their graduation ceremony prep, and they're all super excited that he talked to them, but then they're like, oh no, we couldn't possibly ask you for help, and so he continues to wander. <laughs> he sees a group of kids joking and thinks it looks fun. A girl in the group reaches out and touches the arm of one of the boys in the group. Yuki watches almost sort of like enviously, then sighs and smiles ruefully and then continues down the hallway. But suddenly, Machi appears from around a corner in front of him, panting. Huh? He surprised me. What's wrong? Are, why are you out of breath? He asks. When... When you wander around in a strange pattern, I can't predict where you'll go, and I lose sight of you, she says. Oh, Yuki says. You mean you were looking for me? I'm sorry, did you need me for something? No, Machi says after a pause. <laughs> Hang on a second, he says, following after her after she turns and walks away. You ran around looking for me when you didn't need anything? I did have something, she confesses in her Machi way, and he asks what it is. <laughs> I wanted to say hello. I noticed you, and just... I thought I'd say hello, she says, but she kept wandering around in an unpredictable pattern. Yuki thinks, just to say hello? She would have seen me later anyway in the council room. She was chasing me for that, but she didn't go to anyone else, did she? Yuki contemplates, and then blushes, and then he pats Machi on the head, and she's surprised with a gesture. Thank you, he says. Machi turns and throws the paper flower at his face. Ow, what was that for? he asks. And what is this? It's a flower, she says, and starts to walk away again. Wow, is it really? It's a flower, she says. <laughs> Back in Class 2D's classroom, Kyo complains that the other kids are taking too long. I bet they found another game and got sidetracked, he says. I think those guys live for the moment. Toru looks up at the sky through the classroom window, and she remembers Kureno again. Kyokun, she says, if there was someone whose Zodiac curse was broken, um, what would you think? What would I think? I don't know, he says, and then his expression changes. He looks upset. Cut it out. Don't ask what ifs about the curse. Tor's taken aback and looks away. Hey, he says, why are you all depressed now? No, I'm sorry, it was thoughtless of me. I'm sorry, she says. Wait, don't apologize, he says, and he holds out his hands toward her. I'm not actually mad or anything. Was it how I said it? Was there something wrong with how I said it? Look, I'm sorry, I just, I'm kind of direct, okay? What do I do? I don't want to trouble him, but I can't face him, she thinks. I feel like I'm going to cry. Kyo unfurls one of the paper flowers and hands it to her apologetically. She blushes and smiles, a small smile, and takes it from him. Right on time, the other kids come back to the classroom and announce that they have apprehended the criminals and that <laughs> they will be remaking the flowers um, that they stole. And Kyo looks out of the window. At the main house, Degray visits Akito and offers her a paper flower. Wait, do you remember? Akito says. Remember what? He says. And Akito looks angry. The chapter closes on the narration from Akito's memory. I care about you. And that is the honest, unshakable truth. Dun-dun-dun. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> chapter 101... Opens with Akito riding in the car with Kareno on their way to a restaurant. Akito remembers a time from her childhood. Shigure, do you like me? Baby Akito asks young Shigure, 
who's been sitting on the porch reading. I couldn't b- bring myself to call him Baby Sugar Ray. I feel like he's not a baby. He's like too old to be baby. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Tween Sugar Ray. Yeah, he's like <laughs> preteen, early teen Sugar Ray. It's hard to tell because he's also wearing like a button down shirt. Like normally I kind of like assess their age by their like school uniform. Mm-hmm. But he's not wearing a school uniform in this, so I can't really tell. We kind of saw him before. I think in, yeah, I don't know. He's, Akito looks to be like a child and Shigure and Hattori and Ayame seem to be quite a bit older based on when we saw like the memories in the past and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. young Shigure, he gets to be. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I need to explain myself. <laughs> Shigure, do you like me? Baby Akito asks. Hmm. He says, are you asking everyone in Zodiac? I asked you a question. Do you like me? Akito says. Shigure smiles an almost sheepish smile and stands. He walks out to the garden and plucks a flower from a nearby bush and gives it to Akito. I care about you more than I care about anyone, and that's the honest, unshakable truth. I love you, Akito. He leans in and kisses her cheek. At Shigure's house, Yuki helps Tori with the dishes. Oh, Isuzu-san, Tori says out loud with no context, and Yuki asks about <laughs> it, and Tori says it's nothing. But then she thinks that she should, could probably talk to Isuzu about the things that she learned from Kureno. But it's been a while since you saw her, not since New Year's, and the thought makes her uneasy. Kyo announces that Shigeru will be back late, and we cut away. Michan, Shigeru's editor, cries into the phone at a restaurant. Please, you have to come save me. I think I've tried hard enough already, and I don't have the confidence that I'll be able to stay sane long enough to make it home safely tonight. The person on the other end of the line says that she worries too much, and besides, didn't she say that Shigeru was handsome before? Did you know, that Michan says as she cries, that there's a devil who pretends to be human adrift at sea and gets on the boat? And the person on the other side of the line is like, what? <laughs> Michan recovers enough to go and find Shigure, who's speaking to a man and a woman. The woman says that he should say hi to Akito, but Shigure bails as soon as he sees Michan. Michan suggested if those people are his friends, he should drink with them. And he's like, why would I drink with my parents? And she's like, those were your parents? And does like a double take. He explains that the upper echelon of the Soma family are having dinner at this restaurant. And Michan comments on how incredible the family is. That's right, Shigure says. Even the difference in social status between you and Richan is tremendous, and Michan says nothing but reacts with a panicked expression. <laughs> I think it's it's implied that there there's something going on between them. I forget. There there wasn't anything about this in the manga, right? We that we had seen. No, no I think they had like their little meat cute. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a meat cute. They just ex- <laughs> I was a little confused because in the anime they expanded on their meat cute a little bit more. Yeah. So. And we had talked about that in our anime break. More anime breaks coming soon. I mean, <laughs> but um, but anyway, yes, it, it's implied that Shigeru knows something about the two of them. I guess <laughs> based on her reaction, uh, they spot Akito arriving and speaking to Shigeru's parents. Michan comments on how young and pale the head of the family is. Shigeru lingers just long enough for Akito to see him leaving to see them leaving together. He turns back with a wry smile over his shoulder at Akito. And Akito again remembers the same memory as before in the car. Shigure's mother says that she tried to get him to say hello. Forget it, Akito says. Come on, Kareno. Kareno recalls his phone call with Shigure. During the call, he says Shigure didn't seem surprised. Did you know that I was released from the curse? It'd be nice if I could say something that made me look good, Shigure says. Which is a feel that I <laughs> align with 100%. <laughs> but it was just a hunch, unfortunately. But now that I'm hearing it, I feel a little better. That would give him a reason to keep you by his side forever. He wouldn't want people to find out. He's so desperate. It's sad. Nissan, Karino says, I think I understand how you feel about this, and I know you hate me, but I do hate you, Shigure says. I hate you very much, and you should be grateful that I'm being honest with you. Now you can pretend to be disappointed to your heart's content. Isn't that nice? 
Nissan Carino says, I hope that you won't abandon Akito. I want you to stop treating him so coldly. Akito doesn't keep me by his side because he likes me. It's always been the same. Even now, the one who really wants is. In the present, Kareno and Akito arrive back at the main house, and Shigure has been waiting for Akito. Akito enters the room where Shigure is waiting, looking out of an open window at the night sky. Shigure welcomes her and asks if she enjoyed dinner, and Akito doesn't reply. When you dress like that, you look even more like a boy, Shigure says. Akito asks what he came for, and Shigure says, to apologize for not talking to you at the restaurant. Who is that woman you're with? Akito asks. Someone I work with, Shigure says. Have you slept with her yet? Akito asks pointedly. Oh boy, that would be difficult, Shigure says. In here I thought you'd sleep with any woman, Akito says. And Shigure says it's silly. But you slept with that woman, didn't you? Akito asks, taking off her suit jacket. And which woman is that woman, Shigure asks. Akito grimaces. I mean Ren, she yells, and Shigure looks taken aback. How dare you? How dare you do that with her? That was a long time ago, Shigure says, pinching the bridge of his nose. And you already punished me for it. You told me to get out of here, remember? And that's why I'm living in that house. Listen to you. You left without resistance in the slightest, Akito screams. You wanted to get away from here. Away from me. That's why you and that woman went and... Shigure, you like her. You like her better than... I care about you, he says, repeating what he said to Akito in the past. More than I care about anyone. And that's the honest and shakable truth. I, I thought you forgot, Akito says, taken aback. I never said I'd forgotten, Shigure says. Akito asks why Shigure tests her like that. I'm not testing you, he says. Don't you get it? I slept with Ren because you slept with Kareno. What? Akito says. Are you saying that it's my fault? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm special. I'm free to do whatever I want with my Zodiac. I can do anything I want. We see narration again from the phone call. Shigure is saying to Kareno, Don't misunderstand, Kareno. I love Akito. Then and now. I love her so much I want to spoil her rotten. I want to trample her into a pulp. In the present, Shigure looks livid. If you don't understand, then let's stop talking about this. We'll just keep repeating the same things we always do. I'll go home for today, he says. He turns to walk away, and Akito reaches out and pulls him close and kisses his cheek. For someone who denies her womanhood, he says, you sure resort to using it quickly. He takes her necktie and dips her backwards. We see the end of the same memory of Akito and Shigure from before. I'll be here for eternity, he says in the memory. I'm always thinking of you. I missed you. Shigure smiles, and Akito clutches the flower that he gave her to her chest and blushes. In the present, Akito is asleep on the floor, partially undressed, arm above her head, with her palm up, and Shigure covers her with some clothes and reaches down and touches her fingertips. I'll always be here. You just don't realize it. Just like that day, I'm waiting, you think. Outside Rin's school, Toru talks to two girls from Rin's class. They say that she hasn't been in school in a while. Maybe she's at the hospital again. Toru thanks them, and as they walk away, they chat. Do you think Somo-san will be able to graduate? Do you think that girl is Somo-san's friend? She's got a friend? No way. And Toru looks concerned. We see the Soma house, cracked and neglected-looking steps, a small building with a neglected-looking porch, and a small window, and hands pressed against the inside of that window. The chapter closes with the narration, I'll always be waiting right here. I'll be waiting for you. And young Shigure sitting on the porch from the memory looking outside. That's the end of chapter 101. Dun, dun, dun. Yay? <laughs> <laughs> Finish another volume. Yay! Oh yeah, we did! Exciting! Another we one got... bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. We got to chapter 100. No. How many are there? Like, it's like 123 or 128, 120... something 30... like that. 136. 136, okay. Yeah, 136. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 101 out of 136. Really, really getting close. I was actually mm-hmm. thinking about this because... Um, they said it's getting close to graduation, which means they're in their second... They're almost done with their second year of school. Mm-hmm. And there's like... 17 out of 23 volumes so there's like mm, five or so left six left yeah six left it's mm-hmm. like five and a half because the last one is kind of short 
So it's like, that's a lot of time to happen in five volumes. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a whole year left. I think there must be like a time skip because I was kind of looking through it earlier. Like, anyway, it's a lot of mm-hmm. time to cover in five volumes. So yeah. I guess everybody get ready for the roller coaster ride that's about mm-hmm. to happen. <laughs> We've been talking about their second year of school for like quite a long time, I guess. Cause... Yeah, because it's pretty early on that they moved into the second year because that's when uh, Momiji and Haru started yeah. at the school. I don't remember exactly what chapter it is, but... Volume, I don't know, four or five, something like that. I would guess that, because I think Momiji comes in in volume two. And then they go... <laughs> oh, wait, I can look up when Steamy Owens and Heartful Tour was, because yeah. that's, when, that's when he tells the, her that they're <laughs> going to be going to school. Yeah. Mm. Harm Momiji started school in volume four. Good guess. Ooh, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Steamy Owens and Heartful Tour. <laughs> Steamy Owens and Heartful Tour is my favorite title out of all the titles. <laughs> like... The early ones, a lot of them aren't very serious. All the later ones are like, you know, like, believe in yourself or like something yeah. that's like a kind of a theme from the two chapters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Simeon's and Heartful Tour is just <laughs> just that. <laughs> the other funny Momiji one is Brothers Bounding, which <laughs> makes me also made me chuckle. It's like, it's technically about what's happening in this chapter. Yeah. It's technically a quote. So, yeah, we're, we're rapidly approaching the end of the series, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together. I know. We're falling apart, one of the two. Mm, you know, it's like, you know, you have to, like, you know, when you're, like, cleaning your room and it's really messy, everything gets, like, messier first and then it gets better. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like that. <laughs> Seems like everything's falling apart. All the old relationships we knew and loved, you know, like Sugar A sneaking around and seeing Akito. <laughs> Turns out that there's a reason that we haven't seen him with Akito in a while. <laughs> and a reason why they're mad at each other, which was revealed in this chapter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is that Akito slept with Kureno and then Shigure slept with Ren. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're both mad at each other for doing those things. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like they are mad at each other for doing those things, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about this in the spoilers during the last episode mm-hmm. and probably several beforehand, but it was a re- revealed. Sometimes I forget yeah. that it's a big mm-hmm. reveal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just the shigeru Akito relationship fully revealed because uh, yeah I guess it's been true. it's been implied in the past and very heavily implied in the last couple chapters but <laughs> the, in the recent past yeah, <laughs> full on screen 100 percent revealed <laughs> yeah well we didn't see them i mean <laughs> <laughs> like we just like, saw like, like well no it did not briefly become a hentai ma- manga but uh, <laughs> This is still technically rated PG-13 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> rated T gotta... for teen. What does it say on the back? T. Rated T for teen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the equivalent of PG-13. Got a uh, fade to black, pan to roaring fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fade to black, pan to train, pan to roaring yeah. fire. <laughs> for sure. I mean, we saw the last time with Kareno too. So, you know, mm-hmm. still in uh, some kind of relationship with Kareno, even though I think... One of the interesting things that happens in this chapter is that um, Kareno, I mean, obviously we saw like more of Shigure's conversation with Kareno. So we saw a bunch of it um, last time, but then we saw a bit more of this phone conversation where Kareno is like, I mean, obviously I'm not the one that Akito wants, mm-hmm. he said. And he was like, I hope you stay, you know, I hope you stay by Akito's side and stuff like that, even though Shigure was being a asshole to him yeah. on the phone basically so mean mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking when Shigure, to be when Shigure is like uh, 
Shikori is like, I fucking hate you. And then yeah. Karina still calls him, like, Nissan. Like, he still, mm-hmm. like, calls him, like, older brother, even yeah. though... And they're, like, not related. It's like, he's still, like, I guess is respectful to Shigure, even though Shigure is being such an asshole to him <laughs> in this conversation. Yeah, and really at the sad. beginning of Chapter 100, there's, like, a cute little sketch of them as kids that shows that, like, Karina looked up to Shigure. Yeah. When they were little, so... I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, the four of them, like, Ayame and Hattori and Shigure, and then also Kareno, were... Mm-hmm were pretty close as kids yeah it kind of seems like karina was kind of the like tag along little brother kind of figure yeah to their <laughs> little trio so i mean there's too many personalities between the three of them he would have to be yeah <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that and it seems like risu is kind of like awkwardly too young to like be part of their group mm-hmm. i think we talked about before how like uh risu seems to be pretty close to like kagura for example yeah i think they're like kind of close in ish in age yeah, and they so. seem to, we've seen them, like, seem to have a fairly good relationship in a couple of, like, random panels and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know, so it is, I just felt like it was, like, really harsh when Shigure's being super mean to him, and then yeah. Kareo is still, like, mm-hmm. being really nice to Shigure. Yeah, it's sad. I guess, or, like, being as nice as possible. Mm-hmm. It is. Only because he cares about Akito, like, he's kind of, it seemed like Kareno was, like, I hope that you stay by Akito, despite all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and then Shigure is just like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I guess on the one hand is understandable, but on the other hand, it's like, can you chill? Like, I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing is <laughs> fucked up, but. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, the crux of the big reveals from mm-hmm. this, this, these two chapters following on from what we talked about in the last four chapters. Yeah. Lots of soap opera drama. It is kind <laughs> of at this point. It was pretty dramatic. It's like, these are all the, the one-two punches of... Actually, it gets... Uh, there's a bunch of, like, romance, too, because there's all the stuff with, like, uh, Kyo and Toru, and then you think mm-hmm. that happened in these chapters, too. It's the drama I always wanted. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you slept with my mother. Will you sweat with my evil twin? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shigure is the evil twin. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to hold back all my Shigure hate this episode? I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for his redeeming qualities. I want to believe. I want to believe the the, yeah, he's, the group. Yeah, he's in, he's in rare form. Rare form in these chapters. There's like, I guess you could make an argument that he was kind of being nice to Toru in the first part, where he was like, he came and sat with her and tried to make an opportunity for her to ask him questions, and then she just like couldn't do it. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh yes, I know it's hard to talk about." <laughs> Even though he set it up in the first place, but yeah. you know, whatever. Well, actually, I guess, well, Kareno called and asked, but he didn't warn her. Yeah. I feel like Shigure's life would be easier if he just told people things instead of being sneaky. Yeah. But then there wouldn't be any drama. I was thinking about that also while I was writing this. I was like, <laughs> it'd be so much easier if he, they just, Akito and Shigure just, like, talked about their feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, instead of him being like, I'm going to, no, instead of him being like, I'm going to meet with my editor and make Akito jealous and sleep with yeah. her mother. <laughs> and pretend I forgot about our, like, important moment. And <laughs> uh, in her childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that wouldn't make a very good like, story for us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, there's just so much calculated dickery on his part in the chapter. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. Like, I want, I know, I feel like I heard comments, I see people's comments in the fandom that are like, Shigure's, he's good at heart. And I saw people, I've gotten the comments, I've read the emails. I just still don't see it yet, okay? Yeah. I'm waiting. I want to find yeah. the redeeming qualities, he's, but I haven't uh, yeah. seen them. I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone who has to listen to my rants. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's evil, but he's not a good person. Like, he's not he, being a good person right now, yeah. for sure. 
But I think, and people are like, oh, but he took in Toru. He's nice to Toru. It's Dad Gurry. He's being <laughs> good. And like, mm, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean Toru is kind of another, yeah, Toru is kind of another thing to fuck with Akito. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah. even like he says to, the reason why I think this is because he said to Mayu, like Mayuko was like, oh, don't put so much on Toru. You Be nicer to Toru. And he was like, I don't have to care about her, basically. <laughs> and that's why I think that it, her being there doesn't mean that much to him other than for another way to fuck with Akito, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Like, I think um, we do get some indication that like he feels bad for like using Toru in whatever ways yeah. he's using Toru. Like he has some moments that it seems like he's like, man, she's a really genuinely good person and I'm awful for <laughs> doing this, but not enough he to said, like not do it. <laughs> yeah, he did say, um, <coughs> he said something about it before. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like there's like a moment with like him and Hattori or whatever. Like it's kind of, maybe at the beach. I can't remember. I know we talked about it. I just, I don't want to Google look in my notes right now, mm-hmm. but there's a time where he's like, yeah, like you're just like too nice for me. Basically. Yeah. He says mm-hmm. about her. Um, cause he's like, I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he has right a, now you are being an asshole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has the thing that I kind of like enjoy in a character where they're like very self-aware <laughs> of like their own, like awfulness. Like, like mm-hmm. Hattori says, like the worst thing about you is that you know all this, but you like, don't change it or whatever. <laughs> I agree that he's a wonderful character. Yeah. Like I enjoy characters that like, <laughs> are bad people and kind of or like not bad people but like are <laughs> very flawed and like know what flaws. their flaws are and like he leans into his yeah flaws. <laughs> this, is, this is but it's a kind of flaw that i feel like it's just like i can't find mm-hmm. i haven't yet found something about him that's particularly endearing in mm-hmm. a way where it's like okay i can relate to where yeah i think the as yeah i think these chapters show that like that's kind of my problem He's, like, so single-minded in his, like, Aikido-related stuff that, like, yeah, any, like, good qualities are, like, not coming through because he's so focused on this and it's bringing out the worst of him. Like, I, It's entirely possible that he has other good mm-hmm. qualities. Yeah, like, I think... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just have trouble seeing his motivations being beyond trying to fuck with Aikido. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, I, I agree. I don't think okay. he's, like... I like I don't think he's an evil person, but I think no. he's like I wouldn't say that. His his motivations are very selfish and he doesn't yeah. really care how it affects and he recognizes other people. That. Yeah. He says it directly, like yeah. I don't care how this impacts other people, I'm just gonna do this thing. So mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the thing you said like people who like care about it should be the ones to <laughs> do, do something. something. People stuff, people like... people who care should do something. It's a great uh in my in my real life, I just want to say that all the time. But yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he says those who care should do something about it. I think mm-hmm. it was something yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> um, but I just yeah. Anyway, I'm okay. waiting. I'm waiting, people. I'm waiting. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I want to believe you. Trust me. Yeah. I want to believe the Shigeru. Yeah, like I think he could have like good qualities <laughs> underneath that are being obscured by his like single minded, selfish, Aikido driven goals right now. <laughs> and like I don't. I don't really understand what he's hoping to accomplish. Like, he wants Akito to himself, but, like, the way to then do that is to just constantly fuck with her all the time? Like, what mm-hmm. is up with that? It's very... It's very petty. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know how to get back at... It seems to be very motivated by, like, jealousy rather than mm-hmm. trying to... Yeah, I think it's, like... Like, there's obviously spite in there, like, yeah. a lot. But I think... I feel like from his conversation with Kareno, like, he has this sort of concept that, like, Akito is not able to grow 
in any way because of how everyone like coddles her and mm-hmm. doesn't like do anything to disobey or rebel against her and so like he feels like he's trying to do that in some way and wishes everyone else would also like <laughs> yeah and like i don't disagree with that mm-hmm. yeah it, it's i think that that's actually pretty obvious in this too because akito is like i can do whatever i want and shigeru's like well if we're just gonna argue about this the same way again then i'm just gonna leave mm-hmm. so like i think that that's that motivation is like that your description and that's also a description of, of shigeru's motivation that i've heard from other people mm-hmm. i agree that that is probably his motivation i just <laughs> it's just so extreme yeah like <laughs> like it's like no i'm not just gonna like disobey i'm actually gonna do things that emotionally torment her mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's the yeah. that's the line that i can't really like get yeah. by, i mean I you can kind of it does kind of seem like that's the only thing that would get through to akito <laughs> seems like so well, that's what like, i guess that's his that's why he yeah, tries to do like, things that are so extreme like, they've obviously both, like, spent a lot of time very calculatedly trying to hurt each other. Like, yes. <laughs> Basically. So, they're perfect for each other. <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, they're a great couple. They yeah. really deserve each other. <laughs> yeah. None of them deserve Kareno. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Kareno. <laughs> He's not boring. He's just sad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's so I, sad. I motioned that Kareno is sad and not poor, not dull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe my opinions are controversial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In conclusion, I think Shigeru is a great character, but not a great person. Like <laughs> yeah. we've said it before. Yeah. we've said it before, and I'll say yeah. it again. And I do think I think it's like he's a very interesting character. I think you can definitely understand his motivations and thought process, even if you For sure. like don't agree with them in any way but i think he's relatable i mean it's like Mm -hmm. the side of yourself that you wanted the things that you think to yourself like i should do this thing and then you never do it Mm -hmm. or like i should say this and then you never say it (laughs) he's the one who does and says those things yeah to the people that he wants to try to like get back at or Mm -hmm. you know kind of manipulate i guess yeah and i think there's something to be said for the fact that like he can obviously get away with things that the other zodiac can't so yeah. Trying to use that ability to try and, like, make some changes, even if they're very selfish ones, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see it. Mm-hmm. I just think he's mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand his motivations. I just, yeah. yeah it's, I don't see the redeeming qualities of them yet. Can we okay, talk about some... Oh. So after essay on Shigure. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's my. It's like, thank you for coming to my Shigure TED Talk. Yeah. Shigure is an asshole TED Talk, pretty much. <laughs> And I also I'm gonna call Shigure as a fascinating asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I apologize except I don't because yeah. I I still haven't seen I haven't seen the redemption yet. But mm-hmm. I, when I do, I'll make sure to I'll make sure to point it out. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope everyone's hanging in there. Um, okay, so other things the other things that happened. Can we talk about some of the cute things that happened? <laughs> sure. I really liked. I wrote <laughs> in my notes Yuki being a derp because. <laughs> I love this scene where Machi runs and finds him and then he's like she he's it's like you can hear the wheels turning where yeah. he's like she came and chased after me but only after me but she could have just seen me later and then he blushes and it's like mm-hmm. oh and then he like pats her on the head <laughs> then she throws a flower at his face because they also deserve each other obviously mm-hmm. um, yeah. I also like how he just like like watches the like group of kids playing around and just kind of like smiles yeah. and said like that looks like fun like he's not as like haunted by his like jealousy of other people's 
abilities to like have friendships and stuff anymore. And what seems like a, I think it's implied that it's like a potential romantic relationship too, where the girls mm-hmm. like tu- the or girls touching the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's just like something a closeness with people that he feels like he can't have. But yeah, yeah. he seems to be kind of yeah. like over more like, those feelings. I guess yeah, it's more like like fondly wistful than like actively like he's just like jealous oh, and self deprecating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was sweet. I was like, if that's not growth for Yuki, then I don't know what is. Yeah. That's like seeing like Toru's class just be silly friends again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The kids being kids. <laughs> yeah. I like the they one. They have a cute class. Yeah. I like the one kid that like tells Hana to like make them pay yeah. or whatever. <laughs> He's like, sick of Hana. She's yeah. like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Which is another one of the things which like, it's just a funny moment, but it's also like when you think about like Hana's childhood and relationship to other students in her previous school, like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're just so, like, casual, like, yeah, do that thing. <laughs> yeah. Go use your powers to fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their class has a little bit of, like, cohesion and, like, an acceptance of each other, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess they were kind of always like that, but we get to see it more and more toward the end, I yeah. guess, which is nice. It was cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how they all decide they have to go and hunt them down. Yeah, rather than just stay was... there and make the flowers themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> which would be much quicker. Like... <laughs> He was like, they don't have to die, but I would appreciate it if they all go to hell or whatever. <laughs> I forget exactly what he says. I was like, if that's not growth, then I don't know what it yeah. is. <laughs> He's just like, they probably got distracted and like with something else. Those guys just live in the moment. And Tori's like, oh, I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that is it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Sweet thought nonetheless from mm-hmm. Toru. Also, like, Tori tries to protest and they're like get him let's get him (laughs) and then of course we get their sweet toru and kyo's kind of moment where toru tries to talk to him about the Mm -hmm. curse and he's like stop making nonsense Mm -hmm. she's like i'll never ask you a question again yeah i think it is like telling that like you know she spends like the first half of that chapter being like oh no i can't talk to anybody or ask anybody about it but she doesn't really hesitate that much to try talking to kyo about it (laughs) yeah the whole thing is like oh maybe i could talk to this person like maybe i could talk to shikuri maybe Mm -hmm. i could talk to rin I don't know where Rin is. Yeah. It's like, maybe I could talk to, I can't talk to Momi, I know I can't talk to Momiji and Haru. And then at the end, it's like, hey, Kyo, what mm-hmm. about this uh, purely hypothetical scenario in which mm-hmm. some, someone's broken, curse is broken, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, okay, that just confirmed all of her fears, yeah. basically. <laughs> but then he apologizes by giving her a flower. Yeah, it's cute. It's yeah, he's like, I'm not actually angry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, I guess it's more that she, it's not that she worries that yeah. she made him mad, but more just like the. Yeah, she doesn't want to. It was clearly upsetting to bring it up. Yeah. Which makes sense. Because obviously yeah. <laughs> we we all know and Toru knows that, that it's possible, but in Kyo's mind, nothing is possible. So yeah. every time something, somebody is like, that's why he's always so angry about the future and stuff too. Mm-hmm. People are like, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't fucking know and I don't care. <laughs> like, So it's kind of his knee-jerk reaction which makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. but like the i feel like she probably could have picked i mean she's obviously most comfortable with kyo which is kind of i think the point that you're mm-hmm. sort of leaning toward in your yeah. what you're talking about but um she probably could have picked anybody else and they probably would have yeah. reacted better than he would i think mm-hmm. in reality he has a lot of other things on his mind i think in terms yeah. of his like future the the possibilities of his future as opposed to someone like rin who we know is trying to break the curse so yeah yeah. Which is why she's trying to talk to Rin afterwards. Yeah. Well, she goes to Rin's school and they're like, yeah. I don't know, because <laughs> uh, not sh- not surprisingly, Rin doesn't have any close relationships with her classmates, mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. Imagine Toru going there and being like, do you know Suzusoma? And they're like, who? Yeah. <laughs> Until some girls are like, yeah, we know her. What of it? Yeah. Like, and they're like, Rin has a friend. <laughs> the other girl's like, haha, no way. Like, they're like terrible. They're yeah. awful. <laughs> also, I, I feel like I, I don't remember if I mentioned this, but maybe it was just a personal thought that I had that it was like, Rin and Kisa's uniforms look really similar. Hmm. I wonder if they like went to the same school or whatever, but Toru's just like, oh yeah, Rin's school is next to Kisa's school. So yeah. I guess like maybe they're the same. Yeah, it's probably like the private school system mm-hmm. situation i was really proud of myself though yeah especially since like <laughs> yeah most of the the somas go to like like all girl and all boy schools so. yeah gender segregated schools yeah <laughs> but yeah was, i don't know who knows we haven't seen written we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there's some imagery things that i want to talk to you about one thing that i noticed in both of these chapters even though they're like one leads into the other but i wouldn't say they're necessarily related it's just like a kind of a collection of random things that happen things that happen at school it's like still dealing with like the aftermath of the last four chapters that we covered um in our mm-hmm. live episode but one thing that i noticed this time was that there was a lot of like window imagery mm-hmm. like so you have like machi looks at the beginning let me list them for you <laughs> machi looks out of the window at yuki toru and kyo are standing by the window in the classroom toru looks out of the window and then kyo looks out of it at the end there's like there's even like a kido in the car like they don't really look out of the window but they're clearly shown inside and you see the window also there's like Kareno is talking on the phone to Shigure um, during the phone call, like, memory. Kareno has his hands, like, on the window. And then there's one scene at the end of that phone call that's, like, Akito standing at the window. You can tell it's Akito because it's, like, you can see the faint outline of, like, the sash, like, the obi of the, uh, whatever, like, kimono that she wears mm-hmm. um, inside. As opposed to, like, whatever Shigure is wearing. It's, like, not what Shigure is wearing. Yeah. Uh, and then there's... Shigure inside when he meets with Akito, he's stand- first standing inside looking out of the window at night. And then there's like the kind of like the hands we saw in the window at the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of like this people being trapped inside of things imagery, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. for the whole chapter, which I thought was kind of interesting because we don't really see that a lot, even though it's kind of almost obvious. Last time there was a bunch of like dark interior spaces, like Karino's dark office and like Akito's dark bedroom and. Mm-hmm. We've seen that kind of imagery to kind of, I think, represent the sort of, like, you know, dark nature of the inner family. But this time we see a lot of people kind of being inside of things or inside things looking out, being, like, mm-hmm. trapped in a situation and looking out. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten some of that in the past, just not as, like, for sure as many at one time. Because, like, I know we had, like, like baby, Aki, uh, baby Yuki in uh, yes his little isolation room, especially, like, the one where Haru. Yes. Baby Haru yells at him. And, like, I know we've seen, like, Akito leaning out of windows and stuff. That's right. Yeah, the very first time we see Akito is Akito's leaning out of window. There's also, like, the time when Yuki uh, wore the hat, like, left, ran away from the house and stuff. Like, wasn't he sitting by the window in the, while he was, like, sickly at night and stuff? And there's, like, the rest of the panels are dark and it's, like, the Mm -hmm. light coming in from the window and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think we see, we do see a lot of thing, a lot of window sort of imagery but it was just a lot at once and Mm -hmm. a lot of characters at once like i thought it was interesting to purposely position machi in a window too like Mm -hmm. this chapter yeah it kind of feels like like so much has like happened lately in characters like they're on the verge of like breaking out of where they're stuck like Mm -hmm. like almost everybody like (laughs) yeah (laughs) toru's like you know now that now that she knows the curses can be broken it's like you're one step closer Mm -hmm. to kind of like they're inside looking out of the window. Machi's 
we kind of know what her situation is. Like mm-hmm. she's living in she's living by herself in sort of a sort of mm-hmm. a weird family situation that yeah. Takuya says that she can't break out of it yet and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because like, we've had her whole thing about like her feeling like people can't change, but Yuki changed, so maybe she can change. Kind of yeah thoughts. So like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's imagery that's been present before, but not so much in such a short period of time. So mm-hmm. it stood out to me this time. It's something mm-hmm. I wanted to call out. Yeah, I feel like kind of in the past, it's been like more of like people being trapped or stuck in some kind of situation. And now it's kind of like, like people are like actively looking out the windows most of the time. So it's like they're like seeing what they can maybe almost reach like. Yeah, it's like, you know, probably symbolism for seeing the, the possibilities or, yeah, considering, especially when you have Kyo looking up at the end mm-hmm. uh, of their conversation and, like, Shigeru looking out before t- meeting with Akito again and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kareno looking up, out of the window, talking to Shigeru on the phone. Yeah. It sure seems like that. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, like, who doesn't want to look contemplatively out a window? Yeah. <laughs> it is very striking. It's great striking visual. <laughs> visual choice yeah especially in a black and white uh visual medium (laughs) yeah (laughs) lights and shadows good stuff (laughs) it's good stuff i really enjoyed actually i think about it i was still thinking about it but i really enjoyed the dark Karino's dark office last time Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't think it's meant to be that enjoyable but i was like this is nice like you can Mm -hmm. tell that it's dark sometimes in manga it's hard to tell when things are like really dark Mm -hmm. i felt like she did a good job representing it I just want to say it one more time. I mean, (laughs) but yeah, anyway, that's something I just wanted to point out. It was an interesting choice to have people like Machi be like, I saw you out of a window and now I'm coming to run and meet you. You Yeah. Machi's Machi's like, Yugi's like, did you want me for something? And she's like, no. Well, yes. And he's like, which is it? Yeah. (laughs) It's a great running joke Mm -hmm. that I never really noticed until this time. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it in that previous chapter where, like, Yuki and Kaki are, like, identically said, like, which is it? And it's, like, again. Is this a leaf that Yuki brought you? No. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> which is it? <laughs> Did you want to see me? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> it's great. I like how Yuki is also, actually, like, yes. yes, she's, like, she also comes in and she's, like, um, she's, like, you're hard to find, basically. <laughs> and he's, like, oh, you meant you were trying to find me? And she's, like, no. Well, yes, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Machi's de- actively denying. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. I don't know if how instead of being like, "Oh, maybe I'll go say hi to him." Oh, I lost track of him. I guess I'll see him later. She's like actively hunting him down, running the down the halls. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Yuki's just like, "Do do do." Yeah. Like, oh, gonna go check on this club. I'm gonna go check on this club. And Machi's probably like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> so good. Oh, that was wonderful. Well, all while like carrying the the poorly made flower that she then chucks at his face. Yeah, it's the best kind of. Okay, he's, he, and he's like, "Wow, it's even worse than mine." Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> he's like, "Are you sure this is a flower?" She's like, "It's a flower." <laughs> <laughs> this was the shining light of the chapter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though Tor- uh, Toru and Kyo's scene is cute, it's still like tinged with <laughs> drama, mm-hmm. as opposed to this just being fluffy. Yeah. I also enjoyed the uh, brief reappearance of Michan. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I enjoy the allusion to her relationship with Richan which was yeah <laughs> and something I forgot it's one little one-off mm-hmm. scene it was wonderful her like sobbing on the phone to her boss or whatever <laughs> she's <laughs> like I assume it was her boss but I love how she's like 
there's a demon that gets can tries to convince people it's a lost sailor or lost human yeah. gets on boats <laughs> and the person is like what yeah and there's like, like a little like yeah and there's a little subtitles is like talking about a movie or something yeah <laughs> but i like the way that it's phrased in this is like did you know that there is a like as if you saw like yeah what i imagine is that she watched like if it was america it would be like she watched a special on like discovery channel that was like creatures yeah. of the deep and it's like it's rumored that there's a like <laughs> a demon that disguises itself as a human <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy seeing Mitra yeah. be be dramatic one more time. Do we have more things to say about this chapter <laughs> before spoilers? I don't, know. I don't think uh, so. Oh, I have uh, something about giving flowers. Yeah, that was flowers note. Okay. Um, first of all, this is, first of all, this is the flower that we've seen associated with Aikido. Oh yeah, many times throughout the series. I don't think so. I even commented on that when I in yeah. the discussion. <laughs> like the actual flower we see in the past, not the paper flower, obviously. Yeah, the. Subaki, whatever it's called, the not chrysanthemum. Wasn't it like a camellia or something? I think it is a camellia. It's a type of camellia. It's hey. red yeah. and it has a yellow inside. Shigeru mm-hmm. just picks it off of a bush like an asshole. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. The Soma's own them all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, there was a bunch of other of other ones on the bush, so it's yeah. fine. But it kind of makes sense. This is like, yeah, it's the imagery that's been leading up to this point where mm-hmm. we've seen Akito with a bunch of this flower over and over and over again. And now I feel like this is like the origin story of yeah. this association with, or Akito's association with it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Somas have plenty of immaculate gardens, but yeah. this one is the most significant. But yeah, and like there's definitely a parallel drawn between the, the Shigure giving the flower in the past and the like use of paper the flowers. paper flowers in the present. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's also kind of interesting that like, we don't normally see any parallels drawn between Kyo and Toru and Shigure and Akito. Mm-hmm. So in these chapters, both of Kyo gives a flower to Toru after he fucks up, and then mm-hmm. Shigure gives a flower to Akito, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know if there's something to be like purposefully, you know, like drawn from that, other than people give, you know, people give flowers to like people that they like, like. So yeah. <laughs> It's just interesting because they they aren't normally com- their relationships aren't normally compared and there's clearly mm-hmm. like a deliberate comparison so I wonder what's up with that yeah yeah it almost seems like like a contrast rather than a yeah maybe than a compare like because like it's in a positive context here where like Kyo is like trying to like make up for thinking he upset Toru whereas mm-hmm. like Shigeru is like deliberately using it to like dick around with Akito's feelings again <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely yeah he's like hey how about I give you this paper flower? And then Kido's like, do you remember the thing? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then like, <laughs> and then the next time he's like, I didn't say I didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> also, baby Akito's uh, kimono or whatever has a really cute little butterfly flower, pattern. flower pattern on the bottom, which is cute. I definitely but, forgot uh, to mention yeah. that earlier. I guess this is still like, from the days. First of all, it's cute, but second of all, uh, <laughs> like. This is the pre-Akito dressing like a man. Mm-hmm as a male child i guess yeah situation i wonder like it's kind of well we've seen akito in a lot of like really plain sort of like uh i don't know if you would classify those as like yukata or something whatever mm-hmm. i'll just generically refer to them as kimono but akito wears a bunch yeah. of plain ones as a child even as a child like we saw with memories of yuki mm-hmm. but in that one specific scene she's wearing like a a floral one which is yeah seems like feminine. maybe like yeah I feel like maybe it was like 
not done as strictly at that point. Maybe. Still pretty young. Like Maybe kid kimonos aren't as strict. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, though. Also, like, I mean, for this specific scene, I guess you would want, you know, as an author, you probably want to emphasize her, like, femininity, I guess. So. Yeah. And also now it's not it's not a spoiler anymore, so you can't just... People mm-hmm. probably have picked up on it before, I guess, if you had drawn her that way. There might be practical reasons, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I'd like to think that it's more like, yeah, maybe the clothing choice wasn't as strict or she wasn't as encouraged to dressed in a more masculine way until she was a bit older. Mm-hmm. It is notable in that scene, though. Yeah. Shigure also kisses her on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Shigure, stop being gross. She's a tiny child. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> another reason for me to dislike him. I mean, what? <laughs> I don't think there's any other things that I want to talk about yeah. that are not spoilery. Yeah. Oh, I have spoilers to talk about, though. <laughs> All right. Well, then maybe we should call it a wrap for today. <laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> next time we're gonna talk about chapters 102 and 103 according to my notes <laughs> great we're gonna move on to i haven't glanced at them because it's a new volume i creeped i was doing some pre-planning for the rest of the series so i looked at them but before that we'll also be talking about the anime which will be exciting Woo. Woo. <laughs> i am excited i'm really excited <laughs> it's almost summer summer will be here soon We'll be here soon. Perhaps on Monday. I don't know what the episode is going to be, actually. I forget which one was the last one from the last first season. Yeah, we had uh, we finished up the True Form arc, and then we had just kind of like a general, like, stuff's coming up kind of mm-hmm. foreshadowing episode. Something's <laughs> happening. Yeah, there was, I think there was foreshadowing. Yeah. And there was some stuff that, that was, you know, remained after the True Form, so. Yeah, because I know we had like a, we had a, a glimpse of uh, Kakiru and Machi. That's right. Like being like, what are they gonna do now? Because yeah. the end of the original first season was, uh, mm-hmm. I think there might have been one episode of the True Form arc, but it was like kind of, uh, yeah, it was like because the series wasn't complete. Yeah, it was a uh, anime invention of like uh, Toru, Toru goes like, to the main house, mm-hmm. and some other things happened. But like, yeah. yeah, in this one it was like there was more. Anyway, whatever. We don't need to keep talking about it. Yeah. The people know. We'll have seen it again by mm-hmm. the, the time this comes out, so it'll be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway i hope everybody enjoyed watching that first episode of the anime if you're watching mm-hmm. it i'm sure most people who are listening to this are so yep. that'll be good and we'll talk about it on monday jealous of you in the future yeah i'm so jealous of future me <laughs> <laughs> like less than 12 maybe it's like just... future future me gets to see everything yeah future me from 13 hours from now <laughs> like it's not even that long from yeah. now <laughs> all right good times all right next time 102 and 103 and also anime. We'll see you all then. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we're talking about back. We're talk. We're talking back. We're, we're back talk. to talk about. <laughs> we're back to talk about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was. I wasn't gonna have like any spoilers, and then. Um... Tori was like, I haven't seen Asusu since New Year's. I was like, I was oh, like, oh no. My. <laughs> <laughs> my note just says Rin with like a scream face emoji. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she still, they don't, that doesn't happen for like a couple of chapters. So that like lingers for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, what's actually next? I can look in my cheat sheet. <laughs> Machi. Oh, it's Machi. <laughs> That's good. And then uh, M- Makoto graduating. Oh, yeah.
Makoto. Matoko. Why did I wrote this wrong in my notes even? I guess, well, I mean, technically Makoto graduates too, so they both yeah. do. But mm-hmm. it's specifically about Matoko, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her, like, her thing with Yuki. Yeah. And then there's a whole Haru and Rin thing. Mm-hmm. 104 to 107, so. It's the last four chapters of volume 18. But yeah, we have, like, the little, like, ominous, like, oh, haven't seen Rin in a while, and then the ending is, like, yeah, she's it's in the cat's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um can't really describe this in any more detail yeah it's interesting to me well i mean i mean we know that that Mm -hmm. area is off limits basically so but it's it's interesting how you have this something that i noticed reading this through that we couldn't really talk about in the non-spoilers is like you have the contrast of the garden that's so like immaculately kept where shigure gets the flower for akito and then when you see the like kind of like panning through the house up to the cat's room it's like the stairs are all cracked Mm -hmm. and like the porch i'd always like I, I feel, always feel like what makes that room feel super isolated to me is the fact that the porch is all fucked up. Like, there's no, there's no like, exterior mm-hmm. wraparound porch. And then there's, like, this concrete porch that's all, like, cracked and stuff. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's expected that no one is going there. Yeah. And I always find that to be really disturbing mm-hmm. <laughs> in retrospect. And you can see it in this, like, kind of little pan-up scene. Mm-hmm. And then you see her hands, which, of course, is, like, also related kind of like imagery of these people that are trapped yeah <laughs> especially her yeah and how like like her window is really dark like most of the other windows in this in this chapter are like bright they're actually open but, sometimes yeah. they're open or sometimes you can see all the way through them like you can see Corino's mm-hmm. it's glass like you see the glass texture in front of him but you can see through it yeah um yeah no that's um <laughs> that's mm-hmm. coming yeah so disturbing mm-hmm. one of the most fucked up things that Akito does I think yeah out of all the things. Mm-hmm. I think it also kind of, like, makes sense that, like, Akito's been, like, extra Akito in these last couple chapters. Because, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly when... Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I think it was... So, like, Kareno talked to Akito, right? And then... It... I mean, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Kareno talked to Toru. And Rin passed by. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. in the time where... I definitely didn't go and check this, fact check this. But I'm pretty sure in the time where Rin goes in and takes the box... She's wearing the same clothes. So mm-hmm. it's around that same time. So this is yeah. like, at this point in time that we're seeing, it happened like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So like all of that was kind of around yeah. the same time. But like it kind of, it makes sense like emotionally from Akito's perspective. Cause like, she the like. Yeah. Yuki was insubordinate. Yeah. Stuff with Yuki and then with Ren and then. And then like Shigeru's being an asshole. Yeah. So. Kareno went out and left mm-hmm. it went to talk to Toru and then Rin snuck in and tried to take the yeah. box. So it's all the stuff happening at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Akita's a, a very delicate uh, <laughs> And she's like, moment. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I yeah. want to do, including lock them up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a word. <laughs> but yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Question mark. I actually really love when Haru goes and like picks her up. Um, mm-hmm. And she's, like, having these kind of, like, hallucinations about him. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I feel like he's here now, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, no mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. I am here. Also, convenience store man gets to be an actual superhero for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he did a good deed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how he's the maid, the maid, the maid, that scene is really great, too, where the maid tries to kind of, like, sass mm-hmm. him. And he's like... And then she kind of freaks out and is like, she won't eat and like all this stuff is happening. Yeah. And Corino is like, okay, fine, just go call an ambulance or whatever. Like, 
mm-hmm. or getatory or whatever it is that they do. I forget exactly what happened. Yeah. And yeah. He yeah. I think call. that like the maid gives her gives him the key because like she's like freaking out a little That's bit. That's right. It. I know she was like. Well, she doesn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. She says something about like her, like one of her relatives is like sick or something, and the somas, you know, are you know giving her the means to take care of them and so she's like terrified of upsetting anyone but also yeah, like this right. is wrong so yeah everybody's like this is fucked up yeah yeah it's crazy um mm-hmm. but that's guts coming soon great yeah so can't look forward to it or so looking forward to it it's mm-hmm. so great mm-hmm. but yeah but i, I think like, one of the Karina like older maids too is like I think one of the older maids too is like, "Why were you like disobedient to Keter or whatever?" And it was like, "You fucking knew." Like, <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think Karina does that. I think it's that's a conversation yeah. with Karina, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that one maid. I really wish she had a name. I wonder if she does, but she's the evil maid or no, the, the good evil maid. maid. <laughs> the evil yeah. maid. The one with mm-hmm. the bun. <laughs> yeah evil is a harsh word the one who i don't know she's kind of evil because she kind of goes along with everything yeah. she doesn't have like mm-hmm. the motivations like aikido does you know like yeah, all the fucked up childhood and stuff kind of worse than aikido in some ways because <laughs> she's just like this is the social order like i am down with all of this aikido is special and yeah. like you know people like Karina are like i don't think so <laughs> like could you not <laughs> let people stay locked yeah. up in rooms like this is fucked up yeah <laughs> But yeah, I, I briefly brought it up. The reason I was looking through all the things is because, like, I don't... So yeah, they, they say, Shigeru's like, oh, you guys are going to be third year soon. Third third years soon. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but doesn't this series end right when they graduate? And there's, like, five volumes left. So they're going to compress, mm-hmm. like, five... Or, like, a year into five volumes? Um, but I guess there must be some kind of, yeah. like, time skip. It's hard to tell, though. I was looking through I it. I think there's a time skip at the end, like, like after all the, the drama and... Up to the point where they're actually, like, talking about, like, graduating and stuff. But then it says that Toru was in the hospital and missed her final exams. So how long was she in the hospital? Was she in the hospital for, like, six months? Like, that's, I guess, possible, but... Because there's, like, no more New Year's and there's no more winter. Like, if you look at the... Mm-hmm. So it's like they skip from, like, spring to spring, essentially. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about it in detail, but I was, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I kind of upon skimming through it was like where exactly is the time skip in this like it's i don't know it's very odd to me mm-hmm. i spent a lot of time staring at their uniforms being like when does it change over to spring <laughs> it's like um <laughs> anyway that's how i judge time in the series <laughs> it's by what uniform they're wearing and like any events but there weren't any events there's like so what happens what's upcoming after all the i think it's actually yeah, after the Rin stuff, it's uh, Toru's mom's death, like anniversary again, which was in the mm-hmm. May or it was like at the spring of her first year of high school. So we saw one anniversary already. So now we're seeing the second one. But then there's a bunch of time that skips at some point that's not really covered. Yeah, and then we have Momiji's glow up, which kind of implies a bit <laughs> of a time skip. Um. They're wearing long sleeve uniforms in his glow up, so maybe that's supposed to be fall. His glow up. There's a great scene where they're walking down the Toru and him are walking in the hallway and he's like, Everybody keeps staring at me <laughs> He's like wearing his the boys uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like kind of multiple smaller time skips rather than like right. one big one. Like it's like these couple chapters and then several weeks go by and then these couple chapters and I think like so. That kind of thing. Like I said, they're based on how their school uniforms change and then like also 
Hero's little sister gets born, and then she's, like, bigger a couple chapters later. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... It's just kind of, like, stuff is happening really fast in the last couple chapters, so... But no New Year's wishes. Mm-hmm. No Rin falling asleep in the corner. <laughs> my my point is there's no winter. <laughs> That's yeah. the only issue, I guess. I mean, I guess her could have been in the hospital for a long time, but I don't think she was in the hospital for that long. Mm-hmm. This is my rant. Yeah. I feel like it's probably the um, same season as the very beginning of the series, because the whole thing about, like, oh, there's landslides around this time of year. Like... Oh, yeah. So that was the fall. Because mm-hmm. I think she said it's going to be another... She said it was going to be hot. Mm-hmm. I forget. There's something they say that it, there's some reason that it takes place in fall. Yeah. And then the culture festival happens pretty soon after, and that's in the fall for sure. We know. So, yeah, I think you're right that it's little tiny time skips. I guess what I'm trying to point out is there's a whole year in like five volumes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and year two took like ten. So. Yeah. Well, like nine of them were like summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it's going to be summer soon? <laughs> Okay, it's the last time this this episode at least. <laughs> okay, I don't have any other spoilers to talk about. Just like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Rin stuff. Yeah, all I wrote was Rin. Like the next actually, yeah, the next going through couple the first... chapters are Machi and Yuki too, so that'll be mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, but yeah, I was like going through the you know first chapter and I was like, oh, there's not really anything spoilery. It's just like the aftermath of reveals, and then she's like, oh, I haven't seen a Suzu since New Year's, and I was like, oh right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I almost forgot that this unpleasantness yeah. happened. <laughs> we once got a co- co- uh, coffee to- er, nation that was like, like, uh, ouch! You guys deserve this for talking about all that written stuff. <laughs> I always think about that when I think about Rin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is hard, but I love Rin, so it'll be okay. I was just looking at kind of like the end of the series, where Rin is like, "I'm still mad," and everybody's like, "It's okay." You, like Tori was like it's okay for you to still be mad about everything that happened basically mm-hmm. whereas everybody else is like oh, I feel great everything's wonderful now the curse is broken yes yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's just a side rant about Rin thank you for coming to my TED talk about Rin <laughs> yeah yeah I do like how the ending's very like <laughs> like you're not expected to forgive this person who did horrible things to you <laughs> like yeah. especially not immediately <laughs> like it, I'm sure like some of them I mean obviously some of them everyone deals with it in a different way it's kind of interesting because mm-hmm. like the curse is the curse breaking is obviously seen as like a good thing but also this a mm-hmm. huge loss especially in the way yeah. that a lot of them talk about it like yuki's talking to machi at the end and he's like oh i had to say goodbye to somebody i was with for a long time and mm-hmm. and he's upset about it and stuff like that so kind of interesting yeah anyway we'll get there someday yeah, <laughs> we'll there's some day in August <laughs> and or September, depending on the timeline <laughs> of when we record these. Assuming I don't get a concussion again, but I mean I'm not really going outside that much these days, so yeah, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Just don't fall off your uh, raised porch thing. I I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a balcony at my house. I promise not to fall off it though. I almost never go on it. <laughs> I promise not to play any hockey inside anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Um, Yeah, I don't have any other spoilers to say. Uh We'll just see what happens next time. Yep. (laughs) All right. Thank y'all for listening. Um, Hope everyone's excited about the next anime break. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, it's more like... Train. Ah, train.
bastard. <laughs> Tell the train to get out of the sound booth. I mean... <laughs> it's like right behind me. It's like, train, come <laughs> get on. Out, get out of here. We're trying to record. This is a serious operation. <laughs> He's like, but you let bourbon here. Why not yeah. me? Why not I mean, train? Not train. 